LAW Sports at the half finds the Sandusky Redskins leading by 10 points, 18-8 over the Harbor Beach Pirates in Harbor Beach in the second week of the regular season of 2020. Mark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, Rochelle Ramsey, and Dan Banky with your call tonight from Harbor Beach. And Dave Hanson, why don't you tell us how we got to this 18-8 score? Absolutely. The scoring started with Zach Franzel and the Sandusky Redskins with a seven-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion was no good, and that was the only score of the first quarter. Sandusky six, Harbor Beach nothing. More Zach Franzel. He scores his second touchdown run, this one from 34 yards away. Again, two-point conversion no good. 6.59 to go in the half. Dylan Kadar finds Tanton Babcock in a 31-yard touchdown completion. And Booms cuts just a two-point conversion on an awesome sideline one-foot catch in the end zone for a two-point conversion. With 3.24 to go, Sandusky still leads 12-8. And you guessed it, Zach Franzel scores his third touchdown run of the game, this time from 38 yards away. And Sandusky will take the lead at halftime, 18 to Harbor Beach's 8. Sandusky has 216 total yards of offense on 26 plays. An average of 8.3 yards per play. Harbor Beach, on the other hand, has 140 yards on 23 plays. An average of 6.1 per play. Harbor Beach has one total yard rushing on 13 carries. Everything else through the air. 139 yards for 7 out of 10 completions for the Pirates. Sandusky, though, 26 plays, 26 carries. 216 total yards. Zach France lead the way of any player on the field right now. 12 carries, 141 yards, and all three scores for the Redskins, averaging almost 12 yards per carry, including as long as 38 yards, which was a score. DeLorean Wedge next with seven carries for 41 yards, averaging 5.9 on the night. Martin Tovar, six carries, 35 yards, and Matt Carlson, one carry for a loss of one. Through the air, nothing for the St. S.C. Redskins. They haven't even attempted a pass. For the Harbor Beach Pirates, leading the rushing attack, Caden Boyden with three carries for eight yards, Levi Klasky two carries for four yards, Mason Booms one carry, no gain, and Dylan Kadar seven carries, including one fumble which he jumped on, and for a loss of total 11 yards on the night. Through the air, though, Dylan Kadar much better, seven for ten, no interceptions, one touchdown for 139 yards, 19.9 yards per catch on average, including the long of a 44, which was the touchdown to, excuse me, which is into the hands of Luke Wickey, which flipped the field, kind of got things going for Harbor Beach on offense. Absolutely. A couple big things up there I want to point out. Zach Franzel's 141 yards. He has outpaced the entire Harbor Beach offense by himself. And uh, looking at that running game, Luke Woodkey doesn't have a carry yet. True, uh, I understand they abandoned the run, but they were in the wing tee seven or eight times, and he did not get a carry yet. But uh, Dylan Kadar has been very good, as we expected him to be. Seven of ten, 139 yards and a score. Uh, no turnovers. That is an excellent first uh, first half for any quarterback, and that's that's sometimes a full season's worth of stats for some quarterbacks <laughs> in this area. So uh, he looks very good and not surprised at all. He could throw the ball and, and very accurate, a good arm, and a perfect throw down here to Luke Woodkey. Another one on the run. Uh, he hit Mason Booms on a nice strike, and the, the throw to Tanton Babcock, all five of us here could have made that throw, so I'll take that one off his books. But that was an absolutely uh, blown coverage by Sandusky, one of the few mistakes that Sandusky made in the first half. 18-8, to Sandusky leading by 10. When you take a look at time of possession for the Sandusky Redskins, they've had the ball 12 minutes and 49 seconds. High reach with 11 minutes and 11 seconds. 53% compared to 46 and some change for either side. So really not much going there. Sandusky 
taking time, but Harbor Beach also taking time on their drives, which have most of the time, except for the one, come up empty-handed. Considering how many big plays and lack of running game Harbor Beach has, I'm surprised they've had the ball as long as they've had, but it's taken them until they've tried to run. They try to run, and then they depend on a big pass on third down, and Dylan Kadar, 70% of the time, has been absolutely electric. Uh, a couple big conversion throws, but uh, they're going to have to find a way to run the football. I don't know how. They try to reverse. They've tried from the spread. They've tried from the tee, um, but the scary part is when they're in the tee, they couldn't even get the snap handed off. The twice no. in a row that cost the Harbor Beach field position. And um, the turnover on downs. Exactly. They've technically had two turnovers. You can call that a turnover of downs. I think Sandusky would have recovered that fumble anyways. And then the Mason Booms fumble over here, the helmet on the football play. So two technically big turnovers for Harbor Beach. They're lucky to be only down 10. Um, but Sandusky has literally had two things that they have not done well. They have looked awful in the secondary and they are 0 for 3 completing two-point conversions. That is six points. They have another touchdown they have left off the board to keep Harbor Beach in this game. Coach Schelke is telling his team, we did not play very good except when we passed the football. Everywhere else, we lost. We're only down 10 points, and we get the football to start the half. They go out and score. This is a whole new ball game in a situation where it felt like Sandusky dominated most of the half, other than a couple of exciting throws that kind of distracted you from how Harbor Beach was actually playing. Yeah, you think about those six points, it'd be 24-8. to eight. That's a completely different feel for a young team in Harbor Beach going into the locker room saying, there's a snow overcoming this. Absolutely. They Basically, Sandusky left a whole other touchdown off the board in the, in the form of two-point conversions. It's something they are going to work on, something they're going to attack. They do not want to allow Harbor Beach to start running the football, but... You cannot have wide-open receivers running down the field. A couple of those throws, Dylan Kadar made top-tier, top-level throws on the run, over the shoulder, where only his guy could get it, and they probably three of those seven completions were absolutely throws you see on Saturday, throws you see on Sunday. They were unbelievable. But the touchdown pass, there was nobody within 20 yards of Tanton Babcock. So that that is that can't happen. If Tanton Babcock makes a circus catch like Mason Booms made on the two-point conversion, that that is that was probably good on on Sundays. The toe tap, that ball was thrown way out of the end zone. He's able to control his body, get two feet down, haul in the catch for the two-point conversion. So he's made some throws in areas where only his guy can get it, and those guys have gotten them. And Harbor Beach's passing game is top-notch, but the defense has to find an answer for 25. We're going to take a short break. In four minutes, we'll have second-half action right here from the W. LW Sports Network, your home for high school football. Sandusky 18, Harbor Beach 8, right here on Sports Radio 1021. First half action is complete. 12 minutes are just about on the board here to start this third quarter. Harbor Beach will be receiving the ball. They they won the toss, elected to defer to the second half. Let's go through some other area scores for you here. At halftime, Cass City leads Reese 20-3 in Cass City. Notice Reese kicking a field goal there. Sometime before half, Bad X leading Carroll 15-0. Now 22-0. Is that halftime, or is that still in the first half? That is halftime. Halftime, 22-0, Bad X over Carroll in Carroll. No word from the Lakers-Vassar game or USA-Brown City. Memphis and Ubley in Ubley. 
and it's the Bearcats big 47 nothing there of course here 18 to 8 Harcast City or, <laughs> excuse me Sandusky leading Harbor Beach in a player football Morris over New Haven Merritt 45 nothing Mayville over Kingston at halftime 50 nothing North Huron over Bay City All Saints at half, uh, in the second quarter 30 nothing and Peck over CPS at the half 34 to six and you can thank mike gallagher for that 34 to six there over in peck uh, cps game thank you mike for that and a, hu- and a huge thanks to mike gallagher this week he forwarded me on all of sandusky stats from last year mike gallagher from the Sandland county news doing a just unbelievable job down there in that newspaper check it out read it online if you're not a subscriber in Sandland county subscribe just for the sports section it's totally worth it thank you mike gallagher for everything you're doing down there yeah he does a heck of a good job and uh speaking of that uh, these teams are out of the halftime locker room that they don't get to go into and uh <laughs> they are out here ready to ready to go harbor beach gonna get the ball remember they won the toss deferred to the second half so they are looking a very important drive for them that i almost feel like it is a must score drive oh, for absolutely. harbor beach to get back into this game because they have not had an answer for that sandusky running game 18-8, Sandusky leading. Zach Franzel, who, the man who does it all, is ready to kick things off from their own 40-yard line. Kicking off right to left. Harbor Beach bringing back left to right. Harbor Beach in their home. Black uniforms, white helmets, Sandusky white jerseys, black pants. And Franzel's kicks low kick comes in at the 18-yard line right through the hands and right through the feet of Luke Woodkey. Has to pick it up at the 5. He's out to the 13-yard line, pushed forward out to the 14-yard line. Tackle made by Kyle Gibor, the tight end linebacker sophomore on Sandusky special teams. First and 10 deep in Harbor Beach's own territory at their own 14. Ah, that is not the start that they wanted. That ball gets right by him. Uh, I assume he doesn't play shortstop for the baseball team, but uh, nonetheless, he's able to scoop it up there somewhere around the five-yard line and, and negate the damage, getting out to a, almost the 15-yard line, but a long ways to go on a very stout defense of Sandusky. 18-8, to Harbor Beach trailing Sandusky on offense, 11.55 left in the third quarter. Harbor Beach coming immediately out to the spread, two wide each way. Kadar in the shotgun has Caden Boyden to his right, working just inside the left hash. There's a snap, looking to pass, nothing there. Now lets it fly down to the near sideline. It is overthrown out of bounds of the 40-yard line. Intended receiver was number six, Luke Woodkey. In coverage, DeLoren Wedge close behind was number 20, Martin Tovar. Incomplete, second and 10. That is a great view for us up there. Dylan Kadar, very uh, patient in the pocket. Double move, he pump fakes, and then Woodkey hits the sideline quick, but he is double covered. DeLorean Wedge is in great coverage. But what I'm seeing with this secondary of Sandusky that's struggling, they don't locate the football. Luke Woodkey understood, and Kadar understood, that that guy was covered, but he was in trouble, so he threw it to his favorite receiver, and he threw it behind him. So Woodkey stops and goes back to the ball. DeLorean Wedge keeps running. So the receiver creates space, but the ball was just too far thrown out of bounds for him to make a play on it. Two running backs, Dylan Kadar on the keeper, rolling to his right. Nothing there. He's going to be actually brought down in the backfield for a three-yard loss out to the 11-yard line. Bringing him down in the backfield was Mitchell Davis, defensive tackle, only a sophomore for Sandusky. And now Harbor Beach facing a third and 13 from their own 11-yard line. Not a good start, but this team has been able to come up with big throws on third down. And you can telegraph that to the whole Sandusky sideline. There's going to be a pass here. Let's see if they can finally stop it. Had better coverage, but that secondary... 
has to know where the receiver is and have, a, have an eye in the backfield. You have to see where that quarterback is looking because he is not afraid to throw it back shoulder and try to catch that defender off guard. Kadar in the shotgun, rolling to his left, is in trouble, and he's going to be brought down this time at the five-yard line. Another five-yard loss brought down by Brendan Duff, middle linebacker for the Redskins. And it's going to bring up a fourth and long for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Uh, just nowhere to go. Kadar, none of those routes was able to finish. And if you're Sandusky, I guess if you don't think that you can cover these receivers, I guess bring some heat. And when Kadar tries to step up in the pocket to avoid it, there's a linebacker waiting for him, and down he goes for a sack. And it's four and out for Harbor Beach, and they're going to punt it away. And I, we've seen this before. They show up in the spread offense, but they still punt it away with Kadar. Fourth and 19 from their own five-yard line. Kadar going for it on fourth down into the hands of Luke Woodkey, and it is caught across the – he's still on his feet. Luke Woodkey all the way across the 35 down to the 37. And Harbor Beach converts on a fourth and 19 from their own five-yard line and gets all the way out to the 37-yard line. That's from his own end zone. Kadar makes that throw on fourth and 19. You love the play call, but if you're Sandusky, it makes no sense. It's fourth and 19. <laughs> why is he doing why, this? Why? Play defense. What's the most that Kadar is going to do pooch punting from there? Getting it to midfield? I don't understand. One of the few mistakes Sandusky's made on defense. Great job. Ballsy call there by Coach Shelke. Huge first down for Harbor Beach. One for three on fourth down now. Kadar throwing to the far sideline. This one's overthrown as he was hit right when he was releasing that ball by Brendan Duff into the backfield. Pass was intended for Luke Woodkey. This was overthrown at the 35-yard line. Second down in 10 from the Harbor Beach 38-yard line after converting a fourth and 19 from their own five. Yeah, if he doesn't get hit, he's got an opportunity to make one of those Dylan Kadar-like throws that are perfect and on the money, hitting his receiver in stride. DeLorean Wedge with pretty good coverage, but undersized. So if that ball is thrown up in the air and over his head, Woodkey's able to make a play on it. So even though Kadar was under duress when he let go of that football, hit as he throws, he made sure that that ball was in front of his receiver where only he could get it. And if Woodkey doesn't come up with it the ball will fall incomplete and that's what it did two wide to the right one to the left man on either side of kadar out of the shotgun is going to be quarterback or handoff up the middle out to about the quarterback keeper up to the 39 yard line a gain of a yard tackle made by sandusky's 55 casey kirkpatrick outside linebacker third down and nine so far, kind of avoided the run. That is a design quarterback run. They put Woodkey. They put Woodkey in the backfield along with Boynton, and they become lead blockers. But even they are not able to pick up enough of these free-flying defenders of Sandusky. A very short gain, maybe one yard. So here's Harbor Beach again with a third and long situation. We'll see if they can throw it again for another first down. I reach four of eight on third downs tonight for 50%. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Either man on either side of Kadar out of the shotgun. Staying in the pocket, throwing downfield to the 40-yard line. This one is out of reach for Tanton Babcock. Number eight, Brady Franzel, was in coverage. Babcock could not locate the ball, and it falls incomplete. Now Harbor Beach facing a fourth and eight, fourth and nine from their own 39. That's one of the few times the Harbor Beach receivers turned to find the football, and Kadar had already thrown it, and he could not locate it. I think it was Babcock turned for the football, and uh, just no idea where it was, so it sailed over his head. But again, they caught themselves, and this time again it was Brady Franzel, a guy they've had some luck against early in the first half with tight coverage, but is back to the football. He has no idea where it is, and if that ball is thrown to the sideline or is thrown, underthrown a little bit intentionally, 
uh, he has no idea where that football is, and a, a Harbor Beach receiver would be able to adjust on that and make an easy catch. Fourth and nine, and now they punt it out, and Dylan Kadar with a booming kick bounces at the 18 and rolls out of bounds at the 15-yard line. And that one was close to being uh, actually blocked. And so Harbor Beach goes for it at their own five-yard line, but punts it from their own 39 and flips the field. And Sandusky will start at their own 16. At that time, Sandusky was not fooled. They weren't playing that game. They stayed in their normal defense. And uh, Coach Schelke must have made that call early. He says, if they they bring the special teams out, I want you to throw it right down the heart of the field. And in this case, if they play defense, I want you to punt it away. And so overall, as disastrous as that looked for Harbor Beach, that is an excellent job of at least flipping the field and going to force now this Sandusky offense to go 84 yards on your defense. It's uh, USA over Brown City, 38-0 in the third quarter. Thanks to Brenda Engler, who's feeding us information there from that ballgame. 8.53 in the third quarter. Sandusky handoff to Zach Franzel up the gut, and it's actually still on his feet around the left edge, and he gets out to the this 18-yard line. It's a gain of hard-fought two yards. Tackle made by number 42, Ethan Hessling, middle linebacker for the Pirates swarming tackle but it just goes to show you the power of Zach Franzel as he could have been tackled multiple times if if every Harbor Beach defender got credit for that tackle you can divide that tackle by eight Doug there's eight <laughs> guys that touched him before he finally was brought down for a two-yard gain Sandusky on offense facing a second and eight from their own 18-yard line 8:15 left in the third quarter Redskins taking their time now coming up to the line of scrimmage out of the T formation as it has been all night long three men backfield Tovar, Franzel, and Wedge. Carlson under center, and we have a whistle right at the snap, and this very well could be a false start or delay of game. Delay of game against Sandusky, so (laughs) it took too much time on that one, and now it's going to be a second down and 13. I understand that you want to control the clock and not allow Kadar extra possessions. You can sense the weakness in your secondary, and you don't want to let Harbor Beach expose that, but you certainly don't want to take your offense out of rhythm either knowing that you've been able to run the ball very well why put yourself in second and 13 situations snap that ball you delay a game penalties that is inexcusable and thank you to amy sageman who sent in lakers 44 vassar nothing not exactly sure in what point of the game there but big for lakers quarterback keeper matt carlson around the right side has a lead blocker still underneath the sticks and gets forced out of bounds at the 23 yard line and we have a flag flying from the near sideline away away from the flag or away free from the ball and even play it's going to be a it's going to go against Harbor Beach very well could be a personal foul So Harbor Beach comes up with a stop short of the sticks by about four yards. It's a personal foul against the Harbor Beach Pirates. A push in the back. Too aggressive. Wasn't wearing a mask. Who knows what it was? 748 (laughs) left in the third. Sandusky converts on a first down on a penalty. It looks like one of those deals where... uh, some pushing and shoving going on, some holding of jerseys, and it looks like the retaliator is Ethan Hessling on that, pushing off that blocker, pushing him off him, getting him off him, and, of course, that's what the official sees. But uh, you can't retaliate in this game. They'll get caught almost every time, and uh, it's a free, I believe, 15 yards now for Sandusky and a first down 
At their 37-yard line now, T-formation handoff to Zach Franzel, hits that right gap and pushes the pile forward all the way out to the 44. That's going to be a gain of six on the play. Tackle made by number 65, Dakota Deer, as well as Elliott Seaman. And they're going to say mark down at the 42, a five-yard game. Power football. They just He runs right into the back of his linemen, and they just – it's it, just a parade of linemen just pushing Zach Franzel into up the defense. They have no idea how to stop him. And he's he's hit after three yards, but there's no – no chance of getting stopped at that point. He gets another two or three on almost every play. Zach Franzel has been absolutely dynamite here this game. 14 carries, 148 yards. A handoff to DeLorean Wedge, who's met at the line of scrimmage and is stopped at the 43-yard line for a gain of a yard. And our reaches defense fired up as they read that one. And now it sets up a third down and four. I'm very surprised that they have not tried to get DeLorean Wedge free. It's sim- simple dive plays and and absolutely you're absolutely right dan we we just talked about that how, how do you stop where zach franzel's trying to run the football and i, I think he they absolutely did they, they're moving smiglinski around I, I don't know why it took until the second half to do that but um you know he ran for 150 yards in the first half but i, I like the move and, and now we'll see the chess match has finally begun right now now we'll see if jacobson changes his game plan martin tovar on the carry on a second effort gets the first down all the way to midfield they had him held up at the 45 and after that he gets another five yards tackle made by ethan hessley middle linebacker for the pirates and sandusky converts in a third down to move the chains at midfield again we were just saying here's where the chess match begins so harbor beach on defense moves one of their best defenders their ends around from one side to the other and they try to run at him and all of a sudden the franzel play and the wedge play goes for nothing so what does coach jacobson do he dials up tovar along the other side where smaglinski has left and he's able to get a nice run for a first down at midfield first and 10 inside the right hash carlston under center quarterback keeper around the right end has lead blockers and he's going to be upended at the 45 yard line file falls forward to the 44 yard line Tackle made by Luke Woodkey and Dylan Kadar for a six-yard gain on the senior quarterback, and he's up limping at the sideline, and it looks like he's actually very well being assisted by the coaches back to the back to the huddle, which is actually a requirement that he must sit out the next play. Uh, he's just getting the play call, Clark. It right, just took okay. a little longer to get that play <laughs> called in is all. Veteran move there by Coach Jacobson, absolutely, but... That is part of the reason why you don't like to see your quarterback getting their number called. You just hate to see that happen. A three-year starting quarterback get hurt, but he's staying in the game, and he is uh, good to go here under center. From the 44 of Harbor Beach, a handoff to Zach Franzel. Across the line of scrimmage, across the first down marker, and drags his defender all the way down to the 34-yard line. Tackle made in tandem once again by Luke Woodkey and Dylan Kadar moves the chains for the Redskins again. Deeper into Harbor Beach territory, 448 left in the third, 18-8 Sandusky. Not afraid. That is uh, that is Franzel running right at that adjustment that Harbor Beach made in, in Smiglinski. And when you watch the play as it goes by, Franzel goes right by him, and Smiglinski's the one that's on the ground. So they get a nice block, clear him out of the way, and it's clear running for Franzel to find that first down marker. Carlson still limping up to the line of scrimmage, taking his time, trying to work that in- injury off on the far sideline. First and 10 from the Harbor Beach 34-yard line, leading by 10 points, four and a half left in the third quarter. Carlson under center turns and hands it off to DeLorean Wedge. There's a flag on the play, and Wedge has the first down and finally whipped down at the 18-yard line by Dylan Kadar on a second and third effort by the secondary of Harbor Beach. Very well likely this is inside the trenches and will be a hold against Sandusky. It, absolutely, it almost has to be on, on the, Harbor, on the uh, Sandusky offensive line somewhere. 
was thrown from the back judge on defense, too, which is uh, a strange person to, th- to call that penalty. And the official just did the signal to the away team and away bench, which in 2020 is as many as the home team. It's a hold against the Sandusky Redskins, so from the spot of the foul, which is the original line of scrimmage, 10 yards, so from the 34 to the 44. Sandusky will be facing a first in 20 with 4.16 left in the third quarter and a 10-point lead, 18-8. to Yeah, this is playing right into the hands of Sandusky. Uh, obviously, they don't want to have first and 20, but uh, all of a sudden you look at the clock, you see 4.10 4, and counting left to go in the third quarter, and the possessions for the home team is going down at all the time here. Coming out of the tee in her, no hurry, Matt Carlson under center. It's the snap, handoff to the middle. DeLorean Wedge gets out to the 41-yard line, a gain of three on the play. Tackle made by number 54, Elliott Seaman and Ethan Hessling. Middle linebacker and nose guard, respectively. Second down and 17 for the Sandusky Redskins. It's four-down territory for Coach Jacobson, so not in a big hurry. Is okay with three or four yards on this play. He's going to hope to get six or seven on this one and just keep making that fourth down play a lot shorter. But... Three yards won't be good enough on this play, so let's see if they go back to Tovar and run away from Smiglinski, or do they challenge him again with Zach Franzel? 3.15 remains in the third. 18-8, Sandusky by 10, facing a second down and 17 from the 41 of Harbor Beach. Hand off to Zach Franzel, finding the gap. Has room to run. He has man one more man to beat, and he has the first down. It finally brought down at the 22-yard line. A huge run from the 41, a 19-yard gain for Zach Franzel, shedding defenders all the way down and move the chains once again. There's just Harbor Beach bodies laying all over the field, and he's just leaping over those shoestring tackles. He, he jumped twice over defenders, and he's able to find the sideline in 14 of Harbor Beach. Tanton Babcock makes a touchdown-saving tackle, and on second and 17, Harbor Beach allows a run, the same run that they've allowed all day long to go for a first down. And now Sandusky in the driver's seat here as they're inside the 25, maybe the 23 and a half yard line. Leading by 10, 245 left in the third. And it's going to be a handoff right up the middle. DeLorean Wedge and Ethan Hessling read that one, got through the line untouched and brings him down for a two-yard loss to the 25-yard line, second down and 12. That's a nice play. He read that, finally gets in the backfield. And he's kind of been the reason that they've taken DeLorean Wedge out of the game. It's been Ethan Hessling that's taken over that middle part of the defense, taking DeLorean Wedge out of the game. The only way DeLorean Wedge has had any success is when he's got the football, he's countered to the outside. So now that he's doing that, which linebacker is going to step up and fill the gap that Zach Franzel's been running through? Second down, 12 from the Harbor Beach 25-yard line. First down marker at the 13. Harbor Beach is defense adjusting. T formation for Carlson. And off to number 20, Tovar gets through the line, gets down to the 15-yard line before he stopped. That's a gain of 10 on the play. Stopping the way was Luke Woodkey for the Pirates, and now it is a third down and a long two. It's a, it's, you watched Harbor Beach middle linebacker and linebackers make tackles, and they're making tackles as the Sandusky guy is dragging them further down the field. They're not stopping momentum. They're going along for the ride, and these Sandusky running backs, yard after contact has to be very good because as soon as the contact's made, they seem to get two or three on almost every run. It's very impressive. Third and two from the 15 now. Three men backfield, Tovar, Franzel, and Wedge. 
And off to Tovar, has the first down, breaks through two tackles, and finally stood up at the six-yard line, but I reaches secondary. It's a gain of nine on, nine on the play, tackle made by Mason Booms, as well as Ethan Hessling. And now a first-in-goal scenario for Sandusky with 107 before the end of the third quarter. Uh, and Harbor Beach's defense is pretty good, and Sandusky is making this game look very easy right now. Manipulating however they want. Harbor Beach makes a change. Coach Jacobson runs it right where that guy moves, and they found big gains. Martin Tovar, super quiet in the first half. All of a sudden, he's got 61 yards, and most of it has come in the second in the second half. Sandusky's had the ball for a little more than eight minutes on this drive alone. They started their own 16. Now they're at the Harbor Beach 6. T formation. Carlson under center. And off to number 26, DeLorean Wedge. He gets across the end zone. Touchdown, Sandusky, with 33 seconds left in the third quarter. And it's now Sandusky 24, Harbor Beach 8. DeLorean Wedge somehow got his way in after being hit after about a gain of a yard. Sheds that tackler, then dives towards the end zone and falls in about a half a yard inside the end zone line for the score and now it's a 16 point lead and an ever critical two point conversion here would put Sandusky up by three possessions. 12 minutes and 33 seconds left in the ball game. Carlson under center. Hands it off to Franzel coming around the right side. He has the edge and he's in untouched. Two point conversion is good. And now it's Sandusky by 18 points. 26 to eight right here on the WLW Sports Network. Sandusky leads by 18 points, 26 to 8. DeLorean Wedge takes some thunder away from Zach Franzel and finds the end zone. Franzel with three scores tonight. DeLorean Wedge finds the end zone. He now has one. Four touchdowns for Sandusky in one of four on two-point conversions, and none ever more important than that one right there as it puts Sandusky up by three possessions. Yeah, it's been very impressive. They haven't attempted a pass tonight. I honestly thought that at some point you would see Coach Jacobson uh, throw a little play action at Coach Schelke, but hasn't had to. He's been able to manipulate that Harbor Beach defense. They make a change, and then uh, he runs right where they made that change. Coach Jacobson does, and it's been successful all night. Harbor Beach just hasn't had an answer for Zach Franzel, and just when they, they try to load up that side, DeLorean Wedge is able to slide through there for a six-yard touchdown run. 13 plays, 84 yards, and 8 minutes and 20 seconds off the clock. Results in 8 points for the Sandusky Redskins on the road. Showing why they were the preseason Greater Thumb East favorites. Dominating fashion tonight over the Harbor Beach Pirates. They've been impressive, and they've only showed you about this much of their playbook. Uh, there's a whole lot more in the tank. You know Coach Jacobson has a whole slew of plays that he's used. We've, call, we've called his games before, and they have not needed it tonight. 33 seconds left. Franzel's kick comes in at the 15-yard line by Woodkey. He's across the 25, across the 30, goes to the far sideline, has an edge across the 40, and run out of bounds at the 46-yard line by Kyle Giebhard, the tight end linebacker sophomore, his second special teams tackle tonight. First and 10 for Harbor Beach at their own 46-yard line. Decent field position. They're going to have to score in bunches if they even want to stay in this ballgame. And they have the ability to. That that passing offense is dangerous, and I, I think you're going to see a little bit more aggressiveness allowing uh, Kadar to just sling it deep here and try to catch a quick one because you're absolutely right, Clark. If they want to come back and steal this game, they're going to need a touchdown quick, hopefully in the next couple minutes. 
First and 10 from the 46, left to right across your radio for the next 25 seconds. Third quarter in its waning moments. Harbor Beach coming out, trips to the right, one to the left. Kadar in shotgun, Boynton to his right off the left hash. There's the snap. Pocket holds, throws downfield to Woodkey. It is caught at the 20, 30-yard line to the five. Down to the goal line is the in touchdown, Harbor Beach. One play, 54 yards. Kadar hooks up with Luke Woodkey into the end zone for six points. And Woodkey coming up a little gingerly. Looks like he hurt his ankle. 17 seconds left in the third. Uh, just a beautiful throw and catch there by Kadar to Woodkey. And you can see there, it looks like Sandusky was in a little bit of a zone because Woodkey split the seam between safety and deep corner. And he was nobody near him as he runs right up that right hash mark. And again, a perfect bullet pass from Kadar to Woodkey in stride. And even when you're playing zone, there is never a time where an offensive weapon should get behind you. And that's exactly what happened. Woodkey's allowed to get behind him. And a perfect throw by Kadar gets Harbor Beach the quick six that they needed. Trying to go for two to make this a 10-point ball game. Kadar in the shotgun. Rolling to his left. He's in trouble. Has white jerseys chasing him down. Throws it downfield. And this is in and out of the hand. They actually caught it. They caught that. That was Mason Booms three yards inside the end zone. But we have a flag at the back of the end zone on the other side of the field. We'll see what this one is, and we'll see if we have to replay this one or if it's a deferred to the kickoff. The officials talking to the Harbor Beach players. This tends to lead towards a penalty in Sandusky with 17 seconds left in this third quarter. Harbor Breach, 54 yards in one play, covering 16 seconds. No flag in the play. So forget even that. Don't even look at it. So Harbor Beach responds in the best way possible for them with one play drive resulting in eight points. It's now a 10-point ball game, 26-16. Sandusky awaiting the kick in just a moment right here on the WLW Sports Network. Seventeen seconds left here in the third quarter, and Harbor Beach strikes for the second time tonight. They still trail Sandusky by ten points, who has dominated this ball game with the exception of the air attack from Harbor Beach. Two hundred and eighteen yards through the air for Dylan Kadar on fifteen attempts, nine completions, and two scores. Harbor Beach is averaging twenty-five yards per catch on offense. Like I said, you don't want to depend on the passing game, but you can see a clear weakness in the secondary of Sandusky. They, they do not look comfortable. They don't look like they're in a place that they want to be, and uh, they are allowing the simple things to happen. If, if you can let completions of six, seven yards happen in front of you, it's fine. So be it. But uh, when you're allowing a guy with Kadar with the ability to throw the ball 40, 50 yards in the air to have a nobody in his face throwing to wide open receivers down the field. They're going to score in a hurry. And just like we said, if, if they get a quick score, this game is far from over. And that's just what happened. Luke Woodkey is able to get into the end zone and a two-point conversion. All of a sudden, a 10-point game. So does Harbor Beach go for the onside kick? This is the question right here as they wait at the 40-yard line. You called it uh, You called it off the air. That, that's what's going to happen here. I, I don't know if they try it here, but if you if they do it tells me they do not trust that their defense can get off the field with a stop well if nothing else it, it shortens the field and sandusky can score in less time <laughs> they have to still have to keep them off the and two there pointer. it is and it's a jumped on right at the 46 yard line by number 52 for sandusky jacob sanderson right guard also defensive end dives on it and it recovers easily 
For Sandusky at midfield at the 46-yard line, 17 seconds. It was a good attempt. It didn't bounce as much as he would have liked to, and normally I'd like to see that ball angled just a little bit. It went right down the middle of the field. Normally you want to see it go in between two of those big bodies and make them decide who's going to cover it up. But instead it was Sanderson all by his lonesome. He does a great job of just plopping down on top of it. And now very good field position for Sandusky, and you know they have one thing on their mind, and it's not scoring. It is first downs and eating a ton of clock. This will be the 40th play for Sandusky on offense, 40th handoff more than likely, first and 10 from their own 46-yard line. Handoff right at the middle to DeLorean Wedge, gets out to about the 49-yard line, three yards in a cloud of dust and a whole bunch of jerseys on the turf. Tackle made by number 54, Elliot Seaman, as well as Grant Smiglinski for the front line of Harbor Beach. Second down in seven, and there is the end of the quarter, and Sandusky leading by 10 points, 26-16, to 16, right here on the WLEW Sports Network. Second down and seven for Sandusky. 12 minutes left in the ball game from the 49-yard line in their own territory. Sandusky now going left to right across your radio. Crosswind tonight from the south towards the tower here. And off to number 20, Martin Tovar, and he is met at the line of scrimmage and pushed forward for a yard, maybe two. Tackle made by Elliott Seaman locking up with him as soon as he got it. Gain of two, third down and five from the Harbor Reach 49. That ankle is still bothering Carlson, and unfortunately for him, he's got to go all the way to the sideline and get the play call and, and hobble back into the play. But So that, that is actually something Harbor Beach keep an eye on. You almost know that they're not going to call his number running around the outside. It takes one of those options away for Sandusky. Hopefully Harbor Beach can take advantage of that. Well, it's his left ankle, so that it can almost rule out the pass, too, because that's his pivot for pl- planning foot downfield with a with a 10 point lead i I, 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 I think i ruled that out right i think we ruled that on the pregame handoff to zach franzel has room to run has the first down and plows over a defender a flag flies at the near sideline this very well could be a hold this could be a sideline warning it's tackle made by number 76 did you say 74 grants mcglinsky sideline warning against the Harbor beach pirates so it is the Play stands, and Sandusky now at the 38 of Harbor Beach, 11-13 left. Not so certain that Coach Rubel wasn't a little farther on the field than he, he was probably yes. supposed to be. Just ever so slightly. 11-08, so the chains move forward down to the 38-yard line, 26-16. to 16. Another great run, though, by Sandusky. I'm just... Franzel has just been unstoppable this evening. 188 yards on the ground, just 17 carries. First and 10 from the 38, handoff to Martin Tovar. Harbor Beach swarms to that one after a two-yard gain down to the 36-yard line. Ethan Hessling on the stop. Second down and eight for Sandusky. And he's really been the guy for Harbor Beach, 42, Ethan Hessling. When he makes a play, there's a little bit of energy on that defense, and uh, he, he's made a few stops for short gains, but otherwise he hasn't gotten a lot of help. That defensive line has gotten beat most of the night. And after that, you've heard the names of Mason Booms and, and Dylan Kadar making tackles in the secondary. And now that's just what a running game likes to hear. Lakers leading 52-0 in the waning moments of the third quarter against Vassar. 
Second down and eight. It's a handoff to number 26, Dorn Wedge. Breaks free. He has one man to beat. Dylan Cater at the 10 and pushes him out of bounds and still lunges forward down to about the two-yard line. A huge run from Dorn Wedge inside the five from the 36. It's going to be about a 32-yard gain. First and goal for Sandusky. 9.59 left in the fourth. Uh, leading by 10. Just another nice run, but you're seeing DeLorean Wedge do what he does best. And once he gets a couple yards, he hits the sideline. Just a pivot to the sideline, and then it's a track meet. And there's not too many people that are going to catch him. Dylan Kadar is able to use the angle to get him down. But all he did was preserve a touchdown for now. <laughs> this will be the sixth play of this drive. DeLorean Wedge on the big run there for 32 yards. They mark him down to the three-yard line. 9.35 left in regulation, leading by 10, trying to tack on another score here. Carlson hands off to Zach Franzel, trying to push that pile forward. He's close to the first down, or closer to the goal line, but they say he is short as of right now. And they're going to say second down and goal from the half-yard line. Are your sideline officials not allowed to leave the sideline? No, because no. it's a uh, wow. Exactly. That is a long ways to be because I, I kind of thought Franzel was able to stay above those bodies and, and not actually go to the ground and reach into the end zone. But nonetheless, it's just an opportunity for Sandusky to run more time off the clock. Ethan Hessling has to come out. Looks like he lost his helmet on the play. So middle linebacker and key cog of this high reach defense on the the sideline facing his second and goal from the one. Sandusky trying to score here. And Zach Franzel into the end zone untouched for his fourth score of the night. Touchdown, Sandusky. Sandusky 32, Harbor Reach 16, 844 left in the fourth quarter. And the Redskins tack on another score and put this one game, this game more away for this Redskins. Absolutely. A nice nice power run there as that offensive line does what it's done all night and push that defensive line right back into the end zone. And Franzel's able to push his way for another score. And now the two-point conversion on the way. Trying to make this a 34-16 ball game. Back out to 18 if that's the case. They lead by 16 right now, doubling up the Harbor Beach Pirates, 32-16. Hand off to Zach Franzel, and he's in on... <laughs> Almost untouched once again, and the two-point conversion is good. So now it's 34-16. Sandusky by 18 points with 8.44 left in regulation right here on the W. LAW Sports Network being powered by Anger Valley Services. Zach Franzel, the main horse for Sandusky tonight with 19 carries, 190 yards, and four scores. I can even do the math here in my head on that one. 10 yards per carry for Zach Franzel. 353 total yards of offense for Sandusky, all on the ground. Impressive for night so far for Sandusky. Absolutely, and Zach Franzel is unbelievable tonight, unstoppable, and DeLorean Wedge starts to get going. Those other backs start to feed off of that. Uh, their worst back has been Martin Tovar averaging just under six yards a carry. So they've been very impressive on offense, and that tells you right there how good that offensive line has been this evening. Zach Franzel will kick things off again from his own 40-yard line left right across the radio. Eight minutes and 44 seconds before this ball game is over. Sandusky leading by 18. It's a squib kick on the ground to the 35-yard line picked up by Mason Booms. Goes to midfield, and he's brought down by number 63 for Sandusky. That's Corey Lampson. He plays center defensive tackle as a sophomore. 
Brings them down first and 10 for Harbor Beach at their own 39-yard line, trailing by 18 points and 8 minutes and change. Well, we know what Harbor Beach is going to attempt to do. The question is, is Sandusky going to do anything about it? Uh, they have two options. You need to start bringing some pressure not allow Kadar to set his feet and throw, or somebody needs to guard somebody out here because that uh, Luke Woodkey was absolutely wide open the last time. And uh, you can bet they're going to try and expose that one more time. Eight minutes left in the Lakers-Vassar game. It's now Lakers 58-0. Running clock scenario there. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Our reach working off the left hash out of the spread. Man on either side of Kadar in the shotgun. There's the snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. Levi Klasky gets out to the 40. Nothing more than that than a hard-fought yard. And the clock continues to roll down. Second down and nine. Tackle made by number 58. Mitchell Davis for Sandusky. Yeah, just nowhere to go. And even in a situation where we're pretty sure Harbeach is going to throw the ball, they, they try to run it anyways. And that front seven of Sandusky has been very good. And even when they're thinking about those passing plays that they've been burned on, they still do an excellent job stopping the run. Harbeach now with total negative six yards of rushing on 17 carries, 225 through the air. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Kadar in the pocket. Looking to pass, has white jerseys, and has a screen over to the right to Klasky. It's caught. He has across the 45, drags his defender out to the 47. It's a seven-yard pickup for the sophomore. Tackle made by Levi Klasky, as well as number 58, Mitchell Davis for Sandusky. Third down in three. Klasky had the reception. Uh, Excuse me, 50, yes. Yeah, 58 is Mitchell Davis with the tackle, DeLorean wedge in the area, but a great play call there as uh, he sniffs out the blitz. There's a ton of pressure coming from Sandusky, and they allow Klasky to just slip out and an easy dump off for Kadar, and if it wasn't for a great tackle from behind by Mitchell Davis, there was a lot of room to run. So that brings up third down and manageable for, for uh, Harbor Beach. Same formation, working out the right hash of the 46. Kadar in the pocket. Has time to throw. Now he's moved forward. He breaks through one tackle, and he's brought down from behind for a loss of a yard. Number 52 brought him down. That's Jacob Sanderson, defensive end. And now Harbor Beach facing a fourth and four from their own 45. Uh, what they're doing is they, in these situations, they have a linebacker, and typically it's, uh, what, not wedge, oh, uh, uh, shoot. Duff. It's Brandon Duff that's been kind of spying Kadar because this pressure is coming all around Kadar, so he's doing the right thing by stepping up in the pocket. And typically, he'd take off and run, but it's Duff that's been able to step up and not allow him to run free. And that time when he dodges Duff, that allows that defensive end to come in and finish him up and make a, a good sack, a good coverage sack there by Sandusky. Our reach going forward on fourth and four from their own 45. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Kadar in the pass. Looking, Look he's out. in trouble. Gets out of that one tackle. Throws it downfield, down the sideline. It is in the, into the hands. It's caught at the 28-yard line by Mason Booms, and he's slow to get up. That was into double coverage, and Dylan Kadar hit him on a dime there, and they're calling the EMS onto the field. Looks like he may have gotten the wind knocked out of him at the 28-yard line. So this stops the clock. 6.18 left in the fourth quarter, and Harbor Beach converts on yet another fourth down. That, that That's all Dylan Kadar there. He, he We said, look out. We thought for sure the blitz was going to get him. And he rolls out of the pocket, avoids trouble. And these veteran receivers, like Mason Booms, doesn't quit when his route is over. He sees his quarterback's in trouble, and he leaks down the sideline. And sure enough, Kadar hits him with a strike and a little bit of a bobble that caused him to get hit. He's able to hold on onto the football but lands hard what I thought was on the back or even the upper back area so hopefully it's just he, he lost his lost the win but uh, we'll see what happens as the, uh, the the trainers take a look at him staff from Eastern here in Ambulance on the field taking care of him there 
still on his back, but not much movement, not much worry from the staff there. Now Ron Rubel and Ryan Ramsey, definite relation there, having him sit up <laughs> and talking to Mason Booms, this senior, who's had a big night tonight. Another great catch. A uh, little bit of an acrobatic catch there. He's had a couple really good ones tonight. Like I said, when that ball is thrown like that, you kind of tip it to yourself and make a great catch. You're exposed to getting hit by a secondary guy, and the safety come up and laid a pretty good lick on him. Impressive that he's holding on to the ball. Hopefully, like I said, he just lost his breath there trying to get it back, but he's walking off under his own power, which is good to see. So Mason Booms will sit down for <laughs> at least one play here. Our reach converts on, first, on fourth down once again, fourth and four. Now they're at the Sandusky 29-yard line. Trailing by 18 points with 6-18 remaining in the fourth quarter, 34-16. to 16. Uh, It's a big play. I can't say it enough uh, how fun it is to watch Dylan Kadar throw the football because when that pocket collapses, he gets better. Uh, normally pressure is, is what you want to get on a quarterback, but Dylan Kadar embraces it, and he's able to escape around the sideline and make a great throw. I reach now. Facing a first and ten, converting, I believe, three times tonight on fourth down. Receiver wide to the left, two to the right. DeLorean Wedge on Luke Woodkey near sideline. Two men in the backfield, Kadar in the shotgun. Throwing back to pass, pocket collapses. Screen into the flats is caught by Tanton Babcock inside the 20, down to the 18. Looks like he has the first down marker by maybe a half a yard. DeLorean Wedge brings him down, but not until after a first down. Mark him down at the 19 and move the chains. That offensive line is doing just enough, moving those pieces around, allowing Kadar an opening each time to step up in the pocket or step left, avoid a little pressure and buy some time. It was a double move. He pump faked. He wanted Woodkey deep into the end zone, and it was one-on-one. And he would have let it rip if it wasn't for Duff stepping up in the pockets, feeling that Kadar is going to run, and he takes away that deep pass. And when Duff leaves the center of the field, Tanton comes in the flats all the way from the far side, wide open about six yards down the field, and then he's able to do the rest up the sideline for another first down. Rowing to his right, back to pass, first and ten into the end zone. The pass is up, and it is caught by Tanton Babcock. Touchdown, Harbor Beach with 5-10 left, cutting down that 18-point Sandusky lead. Down to 12, trying to make it 10. Tanton Babcock with his second score of the night. And notice who they picked on again. Number eight, Brady Franzel. He's one-on-one out in coverage. And all Tanton does is run right at him, look at him, plant the left foot, lean a little left, and take off right into the sideline. And uh, the rollout from Kadar shows that he's going that way and makes a perfect throw and leaves Brady Franzel in the dust and an easy throw and catch. Great route there by Tanton Babcock and Kadar doesn't miss him and Harbor Beach scores again for six points here looking to add on a two-point conversion. Three minutes and 34 seconds off the clock. Three plays, 61 yards. Three wide to the right, one to the left going for a two-point conversion. Looking to pass Kadar now. Wide open in the end zone, Ten, excuse me, Levi Klasky in for two and another two-point conversion good. And it's back to a 10-point ball game, 34-24, 5-10 left in the fourth quarter right here on the WLW Sports Network. Sandusky leading by 10 points. Our Beach responds with another 
Touchdown pass from Dylan Kadar. He's 13 of 19 tonight for 283 yards, three scores. And three for three on the two-point conversions for Harrow Beach. Keeping them on this one within arm's reach, per se, but unable to stop Sandusky at all tonight. Hard to say single-handedly, but Dylan Kadar almost single-handedly has kept Harbor Beach in this ballgame. His receivers are running great routes. They're, they're holding on to the football. They're not dropping it. They, no, none, no drop passes. He, they've been absolutely electric, but the defensive side, you're scratching your head. You're, the, Sandusky's been able to do whatever they want, whenever they want. 353 yards on the ground, and they're going to take over here unless an onside kick goes the way of Harbor Beach. Sandusky last year had 170 yards, rushing 156 through the air. Against Harbor Beach last year, 7 seven of 16, Matt Carlson was, for 156 yards and a score. Yeah, 57 of them, though, came early in the game, catching Harbor Beach off true. guard. At DeLorean Wedge, touchdown reception. 5-10 remains here. Harbor Beach more than likely going for the onside kick, and we have a... And we have an illegal formation... Called on Harbor Beach on the onside kick. You must have at least four four players on one side of the kicker, and they have three. Now they're pushing back five yards. Uh, nice so, nice uh, enough for the guy to take the ball, but leave the tee. <laughs> <laughs> Mason Booms looks like he's done for the night. He's being walked off. Probably going to Harbor Beach Community Hospital. Celebrating 100 years as a local community hospital here in Harbor Beach. 5-10 left in the fourth quarter. 34-24. Now that's a trivia question there I can go. handle, man. <laughs> here's, here's a pretty So, Sure Hospital, 75 years this year. Pilsendales is celebrating a milestone. I can't think of it right now. Maybe it's 65. Can't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher that. But then Harbor Beach is 100 years. Three of the local hospitals also are celebrating a milestone anniversary today, this year. It's a mid-range kick. Comes into the 23-yard line by DeLorean Wedge. No one around him. And he breaks free and has one more man to beat. And he's dragged down inside Harbor Beach territory by Elliot Seaman at the 47-yard line of Harbor Beach. That was about a half a tackle away from being paidered for Wedge. Where Wedge ended up, they ended up kicking it deep, and where Wedge ended up would have been just about the same area as if they had kicked an onside <laughs> kick and not get it. So a heck of a return by DeLorean Wedge and just throwing Harbor Beach tacklers away, and he was one away from breaking it free. And uh, with 5.02 to go in this game, you're going to see some very slow plays, running plays now, and try to burn up those Harbor Beach timeouts with a couple slow, long first-down drives and burn all this clock up. Sandusky on the plus side of the field of the 47-yard line, first and 10. 5.02 remaining in regulation with a 10-point lead. And off to Martin Tovar, trying to come around the left side. He has positive yards, cuts back inside of the 40, and dragged down to the 38-yard line by Luke Woodkey. It is a gain of nine on the play, just short of the first down marker. Keeps the clock rolling down inbounds. 4.45 left in regulation. Absolutely. It's a very good run, intelligent run there by Tovar. They let him run outside knowing that, hey, if you get close to the sideline, you go down. We want that clock running. And they get a nice big gain, almost maybe nine yards on that play, and watch that clock melt down as they before they run this next play. Mason Booms entering concussion protocol in the Harbor Beach Hospital confirmed. Four minutes, 20 seconds left in the four. 34-24, Sandusky leading by 10 points. Carlson under center with one yard to go for the first down. Hand off to DeLorean Wedge right at the middle. Has it, then about another five yards to boot. 
all the way down to the 32-yard line. Move the chain, stops the clock momentarily with 4.10 remaining. Tackle made by Harbor Beach's number 50. No number. No number 50. And we're doing so well tonight, too. I'll leave it to Coach Schalke to throw you a curveball. Huh? There we go. It wouldn't be a week unless someone changes jerseys. Absolutely. Jason Seaman. He no longer likes to be number 84. He's now number 50. First and 10 from the 32-yard line. Sandusky laying this clock bleed as much as possible. Three minutes, 38 seconds now. Still leading by 10 points. Handoff to Zach Franzel up the middle. Breaks free of one tackle, two tackles, and drags his defenders across the first down marker, across the 20, and down to the 18-yard line. A 14-yard pickup for Zach Franzel. Stops the clock with 331 left, first and 10. Uh, just unbelievable watching him run. It just He bursts through the hole, gets about three yards, then stops right behind his offensive lineman and then patiently waits for that opening to the left to go, and he hits it hard and gets another first down. And uh, thank you for that, Doug. As, as Zach Franzel now, 20 carries, and he's over the 200-yard mark on the day. 204 yards, four scores on 20 carries, averaging 10.2 every time he touches the ball. Three minutes left in regulation. 34-24. T formation, Carlson under center. There's the snap, and off to Delorean Wedge, has room on that left gap, drags the defender across the 15, down to the 13-yard line. It's a gain of five, tackle made by Luke Woodkey for the Pirates. Second down and five, 245 left. And just going right down the line in the backfield. You see Tovar get one, you got Wedge, and then Franzel, and now starting all over again. He's just rotating backs, getting the football now, and it's uh, it's five to ten yards a chunk. And uh, it's, that's just the way they want it. Sandusky, great running game today. And the, the whole offense, they have 387 yards on the ground on 50 plays. Just a very outstanding performance by that offense. Lakers wins 58-0 over Vassar. Thank you to all who chimed in with that score. You have a score that we're not reporting. Please let us know. Hand off to DeLorean Wedge up the middle across the five into the end zone. Touchdown Sandusky. 209 remaining in the fourth and Sandusky tacks on their 40th point tonight. Now leading by 16. Two-point conversion still upcoming and DeLorean Wedge finds the end zone once again. Just power run. You just see missed tackles over and over. A lot of them tonight. And DeLorean Wedge makes some pay with another six points on that touchdown run. It's not so much missed tackles. It's just powering through the tackles. Dave. Oh, you know, sure. Absolutely. There's that, too. But there's been a lot of missed tackles after that as well, which makes it even easier for that offense. Five plays, 47 yards. Took off three minutes and one second off the clock on that drive. 2.09 remains. Going for two, handoff to Tovar around the left edge, has this edge, and he's into the end zone for the two-point conversion, and it's now 42-24. to 24. Sandusky extending this lead out with 2.09 left in regulation right here on the WLW Sports Network. Sandusky scoring on every single drive except for one tonight, and they tack on 42 points so far with 2.09 remaining in the fourth quarter. 42 to 24. 18 point lead for the Sandusky Redskins. Dave Hanson, your thoughts. 
Uh, just an outstanding performance so far by Sandusky, capped off by a, another DeLorean wedge touchdown run, and very impressive to come into this house, put up 42 points and 400 yards of rushing. That's a, that's a pretty impressive feat here in Harbor Beach. 400 yards on the dot, in fact. Sandusky next week will go on to play Ubley at home. Then plays home against Brown City at Memphis, home against Reese. So all Sandusky needs to do is beat Ubley next week, and they'll be the outright Greater Thumb East champions. Unless Marlette continues their winning ways, Dave. Yeah, don't roll out Marlette. Zach Franzel on the grounder down to the 28-yard line brought in by number 27. is Josh Hessling, and when he picked that ball up, he was his knee was on the ground, so they're going to mark him down at the 27 with 2.06 remaining in the fourth quarter. A little slow, but that's uh, absolutely the right call. He went down to a knee to make sure he fielded that ball, and uh, in high school football, you are down as soon as you do that. Our Beach next week goes to Cass City, so the road does not get any easier for the Pirates here. Traveling to Cass City next Friday, then at Memphis, at Marlette, and then home against USA. That Cass City game next week will be a very good one. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll have some eyes and ears at that game to keep us uh, keep us updated. And whether or not Harbor Beach has Mason Booms back. Time will tell. We'll see what the diagnosis is. 2.06 remaining in regulation. 42-24, Sandusky dominating tonight. And on defense now, Dylan Kadar in the shotgun, throwing downfield. This one is overthrown, intended for Levi Klasky at midfield. Uh, in coverage was Zach Franzel close by. Incomplete two-minute warning now <laughs> on the clock in the fourth quarter, 42-24. And a little bit of a wheel route there. You see Klasky slip out of the backfield, go to the sideline, and then up the sideline. But Woodkey gave it away a little bit, or uh, excuse me, uh, Kadar gave it away a little bit early as he was kind of watching that route, and Franzel was able to adjust, get his eye on it, get over there and cut that receiver off. And uh, because of the coverage was being pretty good, Kadar overthrows it just a little bit. But if you're going to do that, that's where you want to miss because it takes away the chance for an interception. Two minutes remain in regulation. 18-point lead for the Sandusky Redskins. 42-24, Harbor Beach. Sending two wide to the left, one to the right, Tan Babcock. Two men in the backfield with Kadar in the shotgun, rolling to his right, looking to pass downfield. Now comes back to his left and has to evade another defender. Coming to the near sideline. Now lets it fly downfield. It's caught by number 17, Matt Farmer, and he can't stay in bounds. He runs out of bounds at the 49-yard line. Had he been able to stay in, he would have had green passers in front of him. But Harbor Beach converts uh, for a first down. In, in this case, it's hard to get after the Sandusky secondary no. because <laughs> Dylan was... Kadar probably had the ball for almost 12 seconds before he threw the football, and that's all him getting out of the pocket, rolling to the sideline, changing directions, and allowing those receivers, once their route is over, to be creative and find a hole and notice where your quarterback is and come to that side of the field and help him. Ryan, uh, excuse me, Farmer's route, Matt Farmer's route was the other side of the field and he saw his quarterback was in trouble on the near side, changed his route, come all the way over, took him that long, was wide open and Kadar found him for a first down. Now over 300 yards, Kadar throwing downfield to Luke Woodkey. This one's caught and no one in front of him to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Luke Woodkey on the 51-yard reception from Dylan Kadar into the end zone with a minute 38 left 
42 to 30 now. Two-point conversion upcoming. You have the lead, and uh, your defensive back is allowing cushion. So Woodkey goes about 10 yards, plants his feet, and shows his jersey number to Kadar. Kadar puts it right on the money, and Tovar, instead of coming up and making the tackle, allowing the clock to run, allowing the first down, instead he goes for the hero play, wants the big pick six, doesn't get it. Woodkey makes the catch and then turns, and it's just a sprint to the end zone that he wins. Woodkey with a 51-yard reception from Kadar. Kadar now 357 yards of the night on 15 completions out of 22 attempts. Woodkey has over 200 yards receiving as well. Thank you, Doug Cole, for that one. Man in motion. That would be Tan Babcock to the left. Now trips to the left. Kadar rolling to his left, looking to pass. Now it's reverse fields. Has a defender, and he throws him down to the 21-yard line. A big play by number 52, Jacob Sanderson, and stops Howard Beach on the two-point conversion for the first time today with a minute 38. It's a 12-point lead for the Sandusky Redskins, 42-30. to Right here on the W at the W Sports Network. With a minute 38 left in the fourth quarter, Howard Beach doesn't want to quit. They're still trailed by 12 points, though. Sandusky has this one in, in the bag, in my opinion. 42 to 30. Howard Beach will be kicking things off. Dave? Nobody asked your opinion. Well, no, <laughs> no one ever asked my opinion. That's why I have to state it with no one asking. Absolutely right. Uh, my wife is nodding her head to the right here. Oh, uh, yeah. She doesn't want to hear your opinion either. <laughs> So, Dave, do we see an onside kick here? From you have Woodwicky? to. You absolutely have to. I thought you should have saw it last time. I, I don't. I guess I don't understand. You're, you're two possessions down. You need to get one back quick. You know your offense has the ability to score in a matter of moments. We, we've seen one play drives for 50 yards. We just saw another 50-yard TD pass. The Sandusky secondary is totally clocked out of this game. They, they are just lost, and Harbor Beach is taking advantage of it. But their defense unable to get off the field tonight. So, no doubt in my mind, why put that defense on the field if you can get away with it? and steal a possession here. Our reach lines four up on one side of the kicker. It's a onside kick. Bounces plenty, but it's brought down with ease by Brady Franzel, the junior running back in defensive back for the Redskins at their own 42-yard line with 97 seconds left. Yeah, maybe next time they'll try the Dallas Cowboys version and just set the ball sideways and just tap it. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> that was an unbelievable kick. If you ever saw, if you didn't see that, you got to look it up. That was amazing. It was. 97 seconds left here in regulation. 12-point ball game, 42-30. to 30. In this case, though, Woodkey actually, old-fashioned-wise, it's a really nice onside kick because it, it goes it about a few times. eight yards, and then you got that big jump over the 10-yard mark to about the 15-yard mark. It was high up in the air, but right into the arms of uh, one of the special teamers of Sandusky, and he's able to corral it and not allow that ball to bounce and, and get give it a chance for the Pirates to recover. Carlson hands it off to Zach Franzel, drags the pile forward all the way to the 48-yard line. That'll be a gain of five on the play. Tackle made by Caden Boynton out of the linebacking core for Harbor Beach. And we have a man down. This is a Harbor Beach defender, slow to get up. That'll be number 50, Jason Seaman. That's who that evasive player is. Jason Seaman looks like it's almost a tailbone, back spasm, anything of the sort. I'd agree. Look, he's got both hands holding his back, lower back area. 
Not sure what happened. He was kind of behind the play a little bit, so I didn't exactly see what happened. Second down, five to go. Clock rolls back once again after the injury stopped it momentarily. 42-30, Sandusky. Ready to take this one home and move on to 2-0 on the season. They won at Badax last week by 30, 36-6. Tonight, 42-30. Carlson under center, waiting for the play clock to get under five for snapping. Hands it off to Zach Franzel again. As the first down, spins his way down to the 47-yard line, right at that first down marker. Stops the clock as they move the chains. Tackle made by number four, Caden Boynton, once again outside linebacker, 5'11", 175-pound junior. And we have a timeout as well. Or we have a whistle somewhere. <laughs> a malfunctioning one at that. So stops the clock with 38 seconds left. No one knows. Now, Sandusky called a timeout of all people. So that's the first of the second half for either team. 38 seconds, 42 to 30, Sandusky by 12. Really enjoying this moment. We're going to call a timeout. We're going to soak it all in, I guess. i not sure <laughs> really, what else, why you do that. Boys, look around, enjoy this atmosphere. You see those stands? There's 26 I can people. See a lot of, I can see a lot of the stands, too. <laughs> Talk about a weird year. Never thought I'd really experience a pandemic, let alone broadcasting one, let alone enduring one. First and ten for Sandusky. After a timeout called by Craig Jacobson, first of the second half. And they're coming out in the Jenny Fleck offense here for Sandusky. There's the knee from Carlson. And the clock rolls down and looks like Harbor Beach is not going to stop it. And they're exchanging social distance. High fives and handshakes and pats on the back. And Sandusky improves to 2-0 on the season, taking out Harbor Beach 42-30. A 12-point victory for the road team tonight. And Sandusky snaps a four-game losing streak to Harbor Beach, their last win in 2015, 43-8. And they camp off tonight with a 42-30 tonight in Harbor Beach in week number five of the regular season. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Sandusky, 42 Harbor Beach 30, right here on the WLW Sports Network, your home for high school football. Final score from Harbor Beach, Sandusky, 42, Harbor Beach, 30. A 12-point victory for the road team. The Redskins move improved to 2-0, 1-0 in the Greater Thumb East. And Dave Hansen wants to tell us their scoring plays tonight. First quarter and get used to his name, Zach Franzel, a seven-yard touchdown run, two-point conversion, no good. They would lead 6-0 at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter, Zach Franzel scores again, 34-yard run. They would extend the lead 12-0 over Harbor Beach, 6.59 to go in the first half. Dylan Kadar, shortly after, would hit Danton Babcock for his first touchdown of the game, 31-yard TD pass. Mason Booms catches the two-point conversion, and Sandusky would now lead 12-8. Zach Franzel would then score shortly after with his third touchdown run of the, of the first half. This one, a 38-yard run, and Sandusky would take the lead 8 8- 
18 to 8. DeLorean Wedge would start the second half scoring with a six yard run. Sandusky in the third quarter leads 28 to 6. Fourth quarter, hold on, there was a lot of scoring. 46 yard touchdown pass. Kadar hits Woodkey on the first play of the series. Two point conversion good. Harbor Beach gets it within 10, 26 to 16. Zach Franzel gets his fourth touchdown run of the evening. This time a one yard run. 34 16. Sandusky with 8.44 to go, but don't stop now. Kadar hits Babcock on a 28-yard TD pass. Two-point conversion, good. Harbor Beach would be still down by 10. 34-24 with five minutes to go in the game when DeLorean Wedge tacks on another touchdown run, a 13-yard run, and Sandusky would pull out 42-24 lead over Harbor Beach with 2.09 to go, where and Kadar would get his fourth touchdown pass of the game, a 51-yard TD strike to Luke Woodkey. Two-point conversion, no good. And that would be your final as Harbor Beach falls to the Sandusky Redkins at home, 42-30. to Sandusky ends up with 409 yards of offense on 54 plays and coincidentally 54 carries in the night for 409 yards. Did not even attempt a pass from Matt Carlson tonight. All on the ground, led by Zach Franzel. 22 carries, 214 yards in four touchdowns. He averaged 9.7 every time he carried the ball. And his long run of the night was 38. DeLorean Wedge, you take out Zach Franzel, and this would be an impressive number any other night. 16 carries, 110 yards for DeLorean Wedge. Two touchdowns and an average of 6.9 for DeLorean Wedge. Martin Tovar, 12 carries, 74 yards. And Matt Carlson, four carries for 11 yards on the night. Nothing in the passing game at Harbor Beach with 350 total yards in the night on 40 plays. They had 22 pass attempts, 18 carries. 18 carries resulted in negative 7 yards on the night. Through the air, though, completely different story. 15 of 22, no interceptions for 4 touchdowns in 357 yards through the air for Dylan Kadar, the senior quarterback. He averaged 23.8 yards per catch, his longest pass tonight, 54 yards into Luke Woodkey's hands. Caden Boynton with leading the rushing attack for Harbor Beach. Three carries, eight yards. Levi Klasky, three carries, five yards. Mason Booms, one carry, zero yards. Dylan Kadar, 11 carries, negative 20 yards, including a fumble that he jumped on. A rough night on the front trenches for the Harbor Beach Pirates as Sandusky was finding every single seam, every single hole, and disrupting the Harbor Beach's timing, especially in the backfield for Dylan Kadar to throw the ball. And then Kadar somehow responds in making some circus amazing passes downfield. Yeah, Dylan Kadar was unbelievable today, and Harbor Beach didn't lose because of their offense. Let's get that straight. Yes. They, they scored a ton of points. They had four passing TDs. Um, if anything, you can kind of joke that they wasted 18 other plays trying to run the ball. <laughs> but uh, And some of those were Dylan Kadar trying to run uh, yes. on, on scramble and broken plays, which a lot of times has went in his favor. But 15 of 22 for 357 yards through the air and four TDs and no turnovers, a 68 completion percentage. That is high-level passing football. And uh, he didn't just throw it to one guy. He had three different receivers catch three balls or more. Matt Farmer caught two. Uh, I mean, Luke, Luke Woodkey ended up being the main target, which he always is. But uh, you wouldn't know it, but Mason Booms had three catches early in the game and then didn't have any except for a couple two-point conversions. I mean, he had a nice game, especially early here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, had a ball popped out here right in front of him. But Harbor Beach lost this game because what they're known for is their defense – was non-existent. They didn't get us. They did not get a stop tonight. Sadusky scored. It felt like on every single they, drive. They punted once. They did punt once. And that was correct. early in the early in the first half. 
Luke Woodkey led the receiving attack for Harbor Beach with six receptions, 208 yards on the night and two touchdowns. He averaged 34.7, including a 54-yard touchdown catch, the last score for him. Mason Booms, three receptions, 57 yards, his long 25, including his last catch here. Unfortunately, when he hit the ground, his head hit first, and that was what caused a potential concussion, so he's going into concussion protocol at Harbor Beach Community Hospital right now. Tanton Babcock, three receptions, 52 yards, and two scores for him. Matt Farmer, two receptions, 33 yards. And Levi Klasky, one reception for seven yards. Impressive night for Harbor Beach through the air. But like you said, Dave, Sandusky had no – there was no stopping Sandusky's offense tonight on the ground. Uh, They absolutely had a game plan, and they exposed it. Uh, We were laughing in the first quarter. I think they ran three different plays in the first half. I don't know if they did anything different. And then the second half, all all they did was uh, maybe add a fake in there before they ran the same play. And uh, eventually, when they started moving Smiglinski around, they started shuffling the linebackers around. Then they started with – that's where Tovar kind of came into play later in the game. And talk about a guy who had a nice night. 12 carries, 74 yards. Average is over six yards a carry. Nobody's talking about him. Yeah. Because he was the third best rusher on his team. Team. I mean, that's how good Sandusky's running game was. Um, but I will say this, and as I can be as critical as you want me to be, but this Sandusky team is great. But if they run anybody that throws a football, they got some work to do in that secondary. And I, I know they probably blow it off knowing that they don't have anybody else in their schedule that may attack them. But there's teams like Marlette out there that sometimes throw the spread. And I'm not saying Marlette's a good team, but there, there's going to be other teams that are going to look at this and go, Wow, they can be beaten through the air. That's the tape that people's going to see. And so that's where Sandusky was not perfect, and they have to convert those two-point conversions. Those those can be a killer against another team. You say you get a rematch with these two teams somewhere down the line. Um, that would be something that they would look at. We need those two-point conversions. It wasn't why I think Sandusky finally converted on their last two two-point conversions. Before that, they were blanked on the two-point conversion there. I think they're over the first four, I correct? I believe so, yes. Dave, you know how I know you live in Sandusky now? Why is that? I say Sandusky. You say Sandusky. I'm getting lazy, I think. Is that that means? <laughs> I'm getting lazy in my old age, maybe. <laughs> I, was, I just caught that. I thought it was funny. Dave, any final thoughts here? Like, who's the Thompson Chevrolet player of the game for I, you? I don't think we need to ask around. No. Uh, there's one A and there's one B, but uh, Zach Franzel was unbelievable tonight. Uh, anybody who averages almost 10 yards a carry with four touchdowns, 214 yards on the ground, uh, he was unbelievable. Uh, absolutely unstoppable all night long. And when you average a first down every time you touch the ball and you touch it 20 sometimes, that is a heck of a running game and I'd love to have him on my fantasy team this weekend that's for sure <laughs> no kidding and of course uh, we'd be we won't see this again this season Dave uh, 357 yards through the air for Dylan Kadar it's hard not to mention him as a as an honorable mention at the least because that's a we were talking with uh, Dan Banke, a former football player here at, at uh, Harbor Beach, and he says, man, he says, I've watched a lot of Harbor Beach games. He says, I got to imagine that that's probably a school record. And, <laughs> that's easy to say, <laughs> well, yes. It, what's, what's crazy to think is that it happened in a loss. Yeah, uh, It's going to be in a losing effort. Uh, he, he, he played absolutely outstanding, and, and like I said, it was – a high-powered running game against a high-powered passing game. And uh, the defense that got a couple stops and forced a turnover or two was the team that won the point in the game. And, Dave, I will say Rutgers has a lot of team records as well. Yeah, those are typically <laughs> records that I don't I don't want to have. <laughs> so, Dave, uh, Sandusky, impressive. I mean, when you return that many seniors and you have that kind of backfield returning, that kind of returning quarterback, you've got some just studs of linebackers between, you know, you've got the – Lucas Feehan, you've got in the secondary, you've got uh, number 45, that's who I'm thinking about here, Brendan Duff, middle linebacker, just closing up every single hole there. 
amazing defensive end. Sandusky's got a good track record here to move forward, but they need to kind of hone in on that passing game. We'll call it as I see it. The front seven, top notch. Probably the best we'll see. The the back four are going to get chewed and come Monday morning. I promise you that. But um, that's what Harbeach does is they throw the football. Sandusky runs the football. It was equivalent. No different than that front four and front seven in Harbor Beach are going to get their butts chewed on Monday. So it's just a little different variety. But we're always looking at how teams can get better. And for Sandusky, they got to get a better percentage, getting them two-point conversions, and they got to find a way to be a little better in pass coverage because some teams are going to try play-action passes against them and try to catch them off guard. And if they have a receiver that can run a route and go get the ball in the air, that's going to be a thorn in the side of Sandusky, but overall, that team has a ton of pieces, and we talk about veteran coaching. You know, we, we mentioned Shelke and his reign here at Sandusky, and Jack Dillon here in Sandusky, but, or in Harbor Beach, but in Sandusky, it's Coach Jacobson, and he's been there long enough now where he, he, he's a guy that's seen a lot and knows a lot, and he certainly came in here with a game plan and executed it just the way he wanted. He doesn't care what the final score says. His team did not turn the ball over. They ran for a multiple hundred yards. All three backs got involved, and uh, he comes out of this game with a win, and that's uh, that's worth it right there. Taking a look at other area scores, we have a lot of finals except for one here in the Great Earthen Conference. Cassidy defeats Reese 42-3, to only holding it, giving up a field goal in that one. Vassar loses to Lakers in Vassar, 58-0. Like Lakers now moves and proves to 2-0. Cassidy at 2-0. USA blanks Brown City in Brown City, 53-0 there. USA now 2-0. Ubley... Writes the ship, taking out Memphis 59-0. It was 47-0 at half. Ubley now 1-1. One one. Memphis also 1-1. One one. They were supposed to play KPAC last week. And Sandusky now 2-0 oh on the season, taking out Harbor Beach 42-30. In eight-player football, the only final we have is Morris taking out New Haven Merritt 59-0. Mayville was defeating Kingston 50-0 at the end of the third. North Huron over Bay City All Saints at halftime 30-0. And Peck over CPS at halftime, 34-6. to six. Well, that's going to wrap things up here from Harbor Beach. Dave Hanson, any final last thoughts here? I absolutely uh, love the hospitality here at Harbor Beach. Uh, the field looks phenomenal, as always. And, uh, you know, th- it was an excellent football game. It was something that we did not expect to see. We, we did think that Harbor Beach was going to have to throw the ball to move it, but th- they did that at an elite level. Um, unfortunately for them, the Sandusky rushing game was just as elite so it come down to which defense could get off the field and Sandusky forced two turnovers to Harbor Beach is none so um, that was the difference in the game two score game and two turnovers is uh, that's the end of the game so uh, don't forget to mention that uh, Dan Banky wins yes. the, uh, the round table don't forget Dan that. Banky wins the round table on the dot Dan said it was going to be 26-14 Sandusky by 12 well, the score was a little bit higher, but he had the point differential on the money. So Dan Banky and Doug Cole each tied at one apiece for the media round table. Tonight's broadcast was brought to you by Thumb Cycler, DS Services of Cass City, Kodak Radiator and Air Conditioning of Bad Axe, Randy's Hunting Center, 269 Guns, Here in Daily Tribune, North Star Bank, Here in Auto Parts, Countryside Sales and Service and Stacks Market of Owendale, Harbor Drug of Harbor Beach, Deckerville and Ubley, Elber Insurance Agency of Harbor Beach and Port Hope, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? On behalf of our entire broadcast team here, in-game analysis, Dave Hansen, Director of Sports Information, Doug Cole, Director of Game Data Analytics, Rochelle Ramsey, and the number one spotter in the Tri-County area, Dan Banky, and the Meteor Round Table champion of this week. I'm Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast, especially if you're saying Sandusky Redskin, a dominating win on the road in Harbor Beach. Takes out the Pirates 42-30 to approve to 2-0. Now they need to just take out Ubley next week. 
and they will be crowned the Greater Thumb East champion. Our next broadcast next Friday will be USA at Lakers. Until then, we will see you soon from Harbor Beach. So long. Sandusky 42, Harbor Beach 30. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.